Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right, aloha, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. You're here with your host, The Viking. Yeah, the bird and cowboy. And we are back at the Country Club of St. Albans. We are in the cigar room. Cigar Club. The way you said back, it was like we've been missing for a while or something. It's been a month. It's been a month. Since we've know. been here. Since we've been here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't but mean like we're back. Like, in, like, hey, I'm back. They heard us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, so this this cigar, when we were first, when I was first messing around with blends and I was passing them off to you and we were trying to fine tune the Cyclops and this and that, and I was like, dude, I've always wanted a Churchill. Just like my own thing. I've told you that. I wanted a Churchill and I wanted a Lancero, right? Yes. Blended this. And I really liked it. So I asked them, I was like, can you just, can you hold it? They're like, yeah, there's 65 of them. Let's hold it. Sat on it, sat on it, sat on it. Jeremy called me two weeks, or about a month ago now, and he goes, you remember that Churchill yeah. that we blended? He goes, they've been sitting in the aging room since, you know, uh, June of 2018, 19. And I was like, "That's when you tried it." That's when I. That's when we first started messing around with Cyclops, dude. Wow. We were, I was first bringing those cigars over, and we were getting those right. bags of cigars. It was June of nineteen. So, I thought this would be really unique. So we have all of these, and I've, we've contracted them to roll again. This is going to be the event exclusive cigar. The only way you're going to get it is at an event. And seeing as that October and November are going to be really fun for us, I thought we could smoke it and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like great. Cool. I, right after we did that, I saw that. Moon Tower. That's like a Tesla Tower. But yeah. that's the same, same well, idea, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we walked in there, and, and what I'm showing him is a picture. I went into, like, I don't know, one of these uh, Halloween pop-ups, you know, where you can buy all your shit for your party and all that. Yeah. And I saw it, and I go, wow, that looks just like the moon tower that he was uh, talking about. Yeah, what I like about it is, maybe when we smoke it, you'll see what I'm trying to pulling from the cigar itself, the reason I'm thinking about it. But you know, when you're a Dirty Heads fan, you know, Dirty Heads is my thing. Yeah. They have a song wrote called Moon Tower, and it's about... I think I heard it just the other day. Meet me at the moon tower tonight. It's about everyone getting together and, you know, smoking and drinking and being at the moon tower. And what moon towers were were in in the United States. And I want to say the last one was that is Karamati. The last one was put down about. Uh, I think there's still one in Austin. It's actually a landmark site that you can see, but they were everywhere from San Francisco towards the east because when electricity wasn't running, they'd have these big towers that went up with these big lights in them, and they called them moon towers. And apparently, I guess like kids you used to go hang out at, and it was a meeting spot, this and that. So you'll see what I'm trying to vibe on with the cigar thing. So yeah, sounds great. That's what I want to call it. So <laughs> that was a mid intro there, but so we did. We pulled these guys out of their cellophane, um, two and a half years old, and they've only been they only got put into cellophane for packaging. So 
Uh, but just in that amount of time, you can already see the dusting that's taking place inside the cellophane. Uh, when you knot it up, there's a nice, rich brown hue there. Um, so these cigars are in their prime, in their prime. Um, mm. It is a, uh, I want to say it's a shade-grown Maduro wrapper, which was something really cool. Hadn't really ever messed with. And then Dominican and Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan fillers. Um, region explanation, I uh, wasn't really too interested in it. Um, I kind of want to keep it a little anonymous even to myself. So, what was the wrapper again? Um, Shade Romaduro. Mm. So it's not, you know, it's a yeah, know. darker cigar, but it's not at all. And you know, I, what I'm really curious is being that it's a Shade Romaduro, um, I don't know, it's, it's really fun. It, it offers something really unique. It's got a really unique um, smell to it. Yeah. I tell you, I think that the wrapper smells like chocolate peanut butter. Well, I was going to say cocoa. But it, it's a sweet cocoa of some sort, kind of. I'm a little irritated with the old USPS, man. OSPS? USPS, the United States Postal Service. Oh. I know, I have to get... I sent a package out to our boy in Hawaii, uh, and it got returned, so I had to send it back out, right? For whatever reason. And then one of the guys was sending over some old Tatuaje stuff that I had traded for. It says it delivered yesterday. I don't have a package. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Highly annoying. I, I find most everything annoying, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was watching uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd? Yeah, comedian. Yeah. I watched him for about an hour last night, and I was right in line with him. He's got young kids, and he gets pissed off at shit, like technology, and like just trying to turn on his TV and figure shit out. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm with you. Well, there was many other things. But that guy throws no punches, man. He's just out there telling it how it is. All right, what, what did wow. we start with, man? What did you start here with? Okay, well, um, as a lot of people know, if you're listening to this podcast, um, a line that we've been talking a lot about and have uh, enjoyed a lot is the Penelope line. And where I have been getting um, some of these series in the Penelope line, uh, this is, well, I think the last one we had was Architect. This one is toasted in its barrel strength. And they only had one of them. And they said um, they had heard some amazing stuff about it. So this is, and they've got a char down here of three, uh, toast is heavy, and then the proof is 114. Sweet. And, uh, and of course, it's non chilled filtered. Let's see here. Bottle uh, Company, Beverages Company, in Barshine, Kentucky, distilled in Lawrence, Indiana. So, this is still MPG juice. Um, anyway, it's a beautiful bottle. 
got some flowers and some shit on it, gold labeling, toasted. So I guess we'll yeah, toast let's it toast up. that. Wow, that's um. <laughs> you know, sometimes I get those stupid ass taste notes in my head. That's like lollipop sweet. Yeah, but I think part of it too is is we're I'm just getting done on the cap of this. Yeah, we're just both silent on this, but yeah, I'm sorry. I think we started the cigar almost the same time we, we, we poured. And again, we've always talked about this. We just opened this bottle, so it needs to breathe a little bit. Um, and then just starting this cigar, I'm a little, uh, I'm gonna hold back on Penelope right now. It's good, it's sweet, um, it's definitely toasted. And I know I'm gonna like it. I've just I'm, I'm I've got this all this cigar in my mouth right now too, which I'm trying to kind of figure out as well. Yeah, I, the, the the Penelope is great, and Penelope, you know, we found that uh, at Weston, right? At the whiskey well, fest last year, what happened, cigar fest. We went there, and Rusty was there, and he brought to the pickup where the podcast was being yes exclusively done which is still voted as one of the best podcasts of all time really who voted Captain Piro. oh yes yeah. well it's because i i think when we do what we set out to do is just to do this podcast on the fly me and you and um you know and just basically do what we do is we open a bottle of bourbon and talk about it we light up a cigar we talk about it and say whether it's good or bad. Sometimes we get technical, but for the most part, we just kind of tell you what we're tasting. And that was at its best because it was too damn loud in the um, cigar room that we were gonna do. And there was too many people, so it worked out fantastic. And it was beautiful weather. Yeah. So this cigar, one of the things that I very, very much enjoy about this, this is the Moon Tower by Craft Bureau. It, there's a, a constant kind of nutty, oaky taste inside the cigar. But it's got, there's a chewiness to it. That's that's very, very comfortable. You know, I like it. And it's immediately, it's about a medium strength cigar. You I mean, you, you start with the strength on the cigar. You do get involved with it. Um, but the size is just great. I love the feel of it. The construction is beautiful. And is this out of the same company we do Cyclops and Hoon? Yep. This is the Frios family that does these. Um, but yeah, Penelope, that we had, we got that barrel pick there. Yeah. And then it's a, you know, it's a completely woman-owned and ran company. And it's, and I almost wonder, you know, remember how we've talked about one of the bummers about going to whiskey festivals if you're, you know, if you're an avid whiskey drinker, is that when you go to the festival, there's not going to be that much you haven't had, you know, there's going to be a lot that you normally pass up. I wonder if Penelope's been booming a lot longer than when we were at Weston and we saw it. Well, we it liked definitely it. wouldn't have been on our radar because now, we were still focused in on all the core lines and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
if it hadn't been if it hadn't been for us being there because we were sitting over there at Jim Beam drinking Little Book and Bookers, you know, if it hadn't been for I think that's what it was when I grabbed the bottle. Everybody was talking about the like, dude, they got a barrel pick over there, blah 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 blah. It's there. So, I mean, honestly, I was in Schnooks this morning and I saw a bottle of uh, wine that looked just like it. There's a big P on the front. Everything looks the same, only it's a different company, and it's wine. Um, really? Yeah. That's weird. But it wasn't Penelope. Yeah. But the whole setup was exactly the same. You know what? I mean, this whole, this toasted Penelope and this cigar are so similar. It's got a good combustion to it. There's a nice body. It's a this this is a, a sit down and come together smoke. It's a joining smoke. Nice and easy. But it's still but it's still got a little bit of strength to it. Lets you know you're smoking a cigar. Yeah, we'll get right into it. <laughs> Everything is good. So I wanted to ask you because we're we're right in the thick of Tatuaje Monster. I mean, we're right in the thick of it now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what website it was. They released some boxes of uh, Skinny Monsters. I don't know if it was Cigar Gods or whatever. I've gotten some stuff from them before, but. Um, they're doing the skinny monsters, and I think there's a hide, um, a face. Uh, there's not a drac. But Maybe they just don't have drac in stock. But the skinny frank. monsters, the skinny monsters are always available. You can buy those anytime. In boxes. In boxes, like twenty five. Yep. And they're the tall. Each color is on the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought about doing it, but and I was going to get the frank because I love the frank. Yeah. It's just frankly, I don't have two hours to smoke the Frank, because that right. sucker takes a long time. And then I was thinking, well, maybe I'd invest in the skinny Franks, but... They're good, I mean, so... I just would like to have it a little bigger. Drac Redux shipped, uh, so that will be in maybe today or tomorrow, or by Wednesday next week. Um, and then the advent calendars are supposed to come in the next few weeks as well. So yeah, well, it's going to be an expensive October. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I said, I'm just going to wait and talk to you and say, I, you know, I'd love to have it, but I still have a full box of... Uh, uh, Tatuai is dropping it, man. So we might get in on this on the podcast. We might not, but I brought you one. The uh, new Kohonu 15. Um, it's a five... I think that's a 54, 56 maybe. Dude, it's a phenomenal cigar. Um, And he calls it kind of the forgotten. So this year and next year, there's a 15 this year and then 18 next year. And that's because during the original production release idea, in 15 and 18, there were going to be cojones that year. They were going to be released, and they just weren't released for whatever whatever reason, right? I'm not privy to that. So he re-released them, and he's got the years back on them. But it's a phenomenal cigar. Phenomenal. I really, really like it. 
And then, you know, I'm holding back some Ahave. Um, the Biahe stuff? Yeah, like the zombies. Um, so I've got two, I got four zombies, two reds. Well, yeah, because I want to do, I want to do again, um, maybe that Wednesday before the Grand Crew event. And guys, we'll put dates on and everything like that. I'm going to update the interactive calendar today and everything. Um, we uh, got to do our Halloween podcast that drops on Halloween. So we do it every year, but we just got to drop it on Halloween. So maybe we could do horror movie review and something at my place, or we could go to Haunt again. Um, Yeah. Or the bloody bucket on the river. The bloody bucket? Oh my God, this place is so dialed. It looks like this. Oh, really? Like this. It's got a back patio. It's got a thick shelf so we can sit right there and look out at the river. Right. And, um, you know, it's like you look at the pictures. It's like Rod Sterling. You look at the guy, and he's an old guy. He's got the eyes, and you're always waiting for the eyes to move, especially this time of year. Um, So... um, all right, so we got this Penelope going, toasted. We'll be talking more about that in the cigar, but I was going to talk to a little bit about last week's um, Chiefs game. Yep. Which ended up being, if I'm correct, 41-31. Yes. 48, and yeah, I think. It yeah. may be off a point or what. Yeah. But I, I got to say that I think the score, I mean, the Chiefs pretty much own them. The Chiefs still have some issues, but, I mean, uh, they they were coming to win. I yeah. think the only reason there were thirty one points were because of two oops penalties. Definitely two oops penalties, and you know got a got Mike Evans popped coverage that one run. You know, other than that, I that team played like they played. They played. They played lights out. I mean, um, but it, you know, Kersey's, uh Kelsey's not going to be. You know that's. He's going to have to distribute that ball a little bit better, but somehow Kelsey finds a way to get open. Well, and, and he do does. And like at the beginning of that game, you know, I think the this statistics won't be right, but I think like the first five of eight catches were to Kelsey, and I was like, oh no, he's going to haunt Kelsey the whole game. But no, he was playing a mind game with that defense, and then you saw it happen after that second set of downs when they went into the end zone. He hit four different receivers to get to the end yeah. zone, and he could do that because suddenly. Kelsey is being double or triple teamed. Yeah. And he's leaving these holes open. Or they just hand hand uh, Pichard the ball and he just carries seven of you up the field in 10 yards. And thank God we have a kicker now. Yes, this is true. Yeah. Um, I think Harrison Bucker will be back this week, though, which would be good. Well, it's nice to know we got a guy that good uh, back. In yeah. Here. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, really, we shouldn't have lost uh, that, that game against. Uh, Indy, yeah. So no, we lost that game against Indy because we went in there with our heads full and we weren't playing high, high and fast. Yeah, they tried to start playing high and fast too late. Right. You know the Chiefs. The Chiefs got to go in there like we talked on the phone. They can't let up. Even though we still should have won, there are games where you play down to wherever your deal, but you still find a way to win. And that didn't. Kelsey dropped a couple major balls. 
we dropped the ball and uh, dropped some major catches that should have kept the ball rolling. It just was all around a poor performance on our part. Um, but I'm excited about Monday night uh, with Oakland. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. Oh, nice catch. So I'm, I'm thinking about putting together a little guys' night at my place. Monday? Because Janine's out of town. Yeah. Um, she's in Branson doing an uh, Alpha Gam sorority um, thing. And so go Gams. Um, anyway. But I liked everything he said. Uh, Mahomes and the way they played. And uh, if they can continue to get better, they're – they're going to do real well, I think. I agree completely, as long as they keep it up. And and I guess, through watching the game, that uh, Tampa's got the number one defense. That's what they said. In the league, yeah. So that's pretty nice that they put that many points up against them. Yeah. Um, no, I think that Chiefs, they, they just got to, you know, full throttle all the time and keep it on, and I think they're just fine. And the weather, I mean, are you kidding? We've had like, I don't know, 14, 15 days without any rain. It did sprinkle a little bit last night, which kind of surprised me. Right. But um, this weather has just been outstanding. It's been crazy beautiful. I think today it's supposed to be back up to uh, 77, 78, and then tomorrow, boom, down to 60. Fantastic golf cart some jackets go watch the cardinals start uh their playoff series and uh hopefully they'll go far all the way hopefully and uh, it'll be fun to see the you know the extension of this season which has just been freaking storybook crazy what is he seven didn't you get to see 703 when you were down there the other day he hit 703 yes yeah he hit 703 Uh, good jizz. Let's see what little of this Penelope now that I'm into the cigar. Yeah, this one out of the out of the most of the Penelopes are super smooth. This one's a little oaky. Well, maybe that's that toast. Maybe that's it's, that charlotte. I think it is. See, it's, I've never... I think I asked you this a couple years ago, and I don't oaky, think we ever toasted, dove into it. Charred. The different char levels? Yeah. I do know that's just the baking of the barrel, right? That's how long it's on the toaster? Yeah. They bring that barrel down and the flame put it on the it. dial and, <laughs> and then yeah. take it out. And then they alter based on Didn't what it is. Didn't we talk about it would be cool to go down to the cooperage and see... I, we talked about, but then you, you talked about that place too that's out there. Yeah, I'm gonna try um, to stop by there on the way down there today and kind of find. It would out. be, dude. It would be so cool. I'll call up there. I mean, I'm sure that Missouri Cooperage has has to have a tour. I, I mean, oh hell yeah, got to. But see, if we can't sit out there and then you know have a bottle with some of the the Cooper the Cooper. Are they called Coopers? If you make a barrel, are you a Cooper? Uh, 
I don't know. It's a Cooper Ridge. So are you I don't a even know why. How do they come up with the Cooper Ridge? Uh, dude, it's, I have no idea, but that's what it's called. Um, maybe sit down with, with one of these guys or a couple of them and make these barrels and talk about making a barrel. That ain't easy. No. There's an art to it. And there's also an art once you get a barrel. If you um, are, you know, a bourbon guy and then, you know, you finally get your barrel for your house or your backyard and whatever, you know, those bands, they're put on there at specific tension, you know, you can't let them dry out or the bands just fall off. Yep. So you have to drill at all of mine. I did like the old fashioned nails and drilled through and, but you need to let them get in the water. You need to let them sit outside from time to time and let them swell back up and tighten up. But a lot of people don't have room for those because after yeah, a while, I've, even, I've noticed that like lit has got now how many barrels? Every eight, I think, of all the barrel picks, and there's two more coming Wednesday. The two new old elk picks are dropping at lit Wednesday. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, no. Um, I've even seen some guys come in. Mr. Carmody, what's up, brother? What's going on? Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to say hi to our fellow man here. Hey, guys. FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Crafting Boodle. And don't forget that, as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code CRAFTBOODLE15. Once again, CRAFTBOODLE15. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands. So you can receive that discount. And once again, thanks for listening and thanks for enjoying. All right, guys, we're back. We uh, ran into an old friend that came back to his stomping ground. So the OG that started it all, Mr. Carmody's back in the house. Yeah. Too old. Yeah. <laughs> he's back, baby. I'm back. Now, for him, I can't say he's back. Yeah. It's been more than a month for him. Yeah. Well, this cigar is burning great, man. I, I'm liking it the further along it goes. I love it. I really, really like, I tell you, on the wrapper, it it literally, when you smell the wrapper, it's like chocolate peanut butter to me. really is. But then when you smoke it, there is a lot of, of, of nut, like trail mix, I guess. Um, and there's a strength there. You can feel the cigar, but the body is more of an even keel mellow flow which is really fun there is there's a, a very d- defined taste on it that i can't put put my my words to it i don't know it'd be curious as people smoke it to see what they can punch out or even what you punch out there, there's something there i just i can't put my word on it yeah there's just some some flavors that you're getting that i just can't put a um you know, put a name to, but most important part is the construction and everything about it. It's just blowing fantastic. Well, we'll probably only be with this cigar, but I, I think we should uh, move on to the, uh, the other bottle and uh, try some of that too. Definitely, man. Um, I've got the other cigar for us to light up as we get into the podcast, but we'll burn through there. Um, this Penelope is good, um, and it seems to be it's getting so, better. Like it's I said. so like it's so hard with Penelope because 
let's think about it. You might drink it often. I don't. Like, I can literally count the four times I've drank Penelope. I drank the Barrel Pick in Weston. Uh, then we did Architect. Yeah. Right? Then the one we had at Cigar Vault, which was what? Um, the follow-up to Architect, you said something else? Oh, that was Architect that we had out there. Oh, then it's been three times. Yeah, but and there's, then like, there's like, uh, there's a cast strength. There's a single barrel. Um, I think I have four or five of them uh, down in the vault. Um, nice. So, um, okay, let's go ahead and talk about it as we're moving through the cigar. House of Dragons. Oh, cool. Dude. Because I've seen it and I knew, um, I knew one thing that was going to happen. Which did happen, and I, I knew that was going to happen. What did you What did you the know? The gathering of the uncle and and I don't know all the names, but the blondie and the other blondie. Oh yeah, yeah. That those two would finally get together. You you have to know that because yeah. and, and again, if you pay attention to Game of Thrones, Daenerys talks about bloodline and bloodline. But the kids is what i just got a big kick out of the one kid that's been kind of picked on and whatever gets his fucking eye cut and he out gets and, his, yeah. he gets his ball hit listen man let me tell you something this kid goes out and he's a crazy looking weirdo looking kid to begin with and then goes all the way down on the beach and goes back out in there where this dragon is which is fucking huge it's like the biggest dragon there is isn't it? yeah didn't the dragons get smaller it's well, massive. That one got bigger. That one's like huge. And then this kid has the balls to try to climb up on the side of him and think that he's not going to notice. But he kind of accepts him. So then, you know, the kids all know he's out on the dragon and he claims it or whatever. And then there's this fight. And then I just I thought it was great. I thought it was. And then all the family get together. And the, yeah. I just thought it was awesome. Yeah. Renera, like, I love. Uh, is that her name? Renera? Oh, I don't know their names. I'm getting, I'm getting fucked up because I'm watching House of the Dragons and Lord of the Rings at the same time. Rings yeah, of Power. Power of the Rings? It's Rings of Power. Rings it's of Power. messing me up. And, yeah. uh, but, um, dude, I love it. Something I wanted to ask you, and I've been hearing this a lot. Not, not from, like, conversation with people, but hearing it. People are pissed about the character changes after episode six and here's the argument okay yeah they're like look you can make people look like dragons the white walkers those were people in makeup you can make a uh 15 or 27 year old actress look 13 right why didn't you just keep the same actors and make them look older people are mad about that uh me I don't give a damn. I would care if the actors that replaced them didn't have the same speaking patterns or movements or this or that, but every the two actors, only two actors changed, right? It was the Queen and Renera. They move, talk, and speak just like the younger versions did. I thought it bothered me for a while in the first episode when they obviously revealed them. But then in this last episode, I was used to it. I was over it. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, I was over it. I thought the girl who took over, I, I thought she looks a lot like her. She did, she did great. I, I thought it was fantastic. I, it only took me like one episode to get used to it. Now I'm on board. Everything's fine. The ending was a little... Um, the ending was a little weird of last episode because even Janine was like, well, what the hell just happened? I said, well, I'll they tell you what faked, I think happened. They faked his yes. death. Yes. Yeah. So, I thought that was awesome. That right. was dope. Except for the guy who got toasted in the... Uh, oh, yeah, you know, someone's got to get fried. Right. You know, yeah. Somebody's got to give it up. It had to make realm. sense, right? Because, you know, Valerians and Targaryens, they die by fire. So, but he had you know. shaved his head. Yep. And he yep. was out on the boat with a with a bag of coins, and he so was now, really happy with his. So now, now there's a crazy cool fan rumor, right? And I try not to get too nerdy on this. Like I joke all the time. My nerd level. Like I was talking to a squirt in Germany the other day, and I was talking about Rings of Power, and this dude starts talking about Middle Earth and books and this and that, and I'm like, dude, you're over nerding me right now. My nerd has stopped. Yeah. Right? And. Uh, but the rumor that's out now, you know how they're going away to the free slave place that the uh, whatever the guy's name was told them they could go free. Yeah. Now you remember in Game of Thrones, Daenerys's guards. They were the they were the the black and Hispanic guys that that crown guard that she stole. Yeah. They're descendants of the. That's the idea now, which I think is pretty cool. I think how they put it in is pretty cool. But well, I liked it. It's one of my. Uh, more favorite episodes uh, but I do feel bad for the king man this guy is just hanging he's on gonna, he's gonna die in the next one yeah I figured that he's but got he to. just keeps hanging on and he's looking worse and looking worse and his wife woo, yeah she sucks yeah I did like though when she walked up on uh, Renera I hope I'm saying her name right his daughter and she's like, now they see you as you are. And I was like, oh, that was bad. got her. <laughs> and then do you see how the two kind of stood together yep. there at the end? And you could see it was going to well, be Well, then when she's, when she's talking to to the, her, you know, her brother that she's marrying and sleeping with, weird. But um, she goes, I'm going to need you to help me beat the Greens. And this I do know because if you remember – uh, in Game of Thrones, like when Daenerys and her brother get introduced, they talk about the fall of the, the you know the Dance of Dragons. When they talk about the Greens and the Blacks and what ran you know Valeria into the ground and why the Targaryens are few and spread in between, they talk about that how Valerians and Targaryens split into Greens and Blacks and this whole fucking war starts. And I thought it was really cool. And the kid was like, uh, "Mom, don't proceed. Enough justice is done. I got a dragon out of it." Yeah, I, and I was like, this little fucking baller. Yeah, this Hell, baller. yeah. And then, and then I decided that, you know, medieval times and all this shit back then. If one dude had a musket, every little fucker that turned into a king would have been shot instantly. Yeah. And when that kid would have said that, someone would have just been like, <gasps> yeah. I mean, just the the thought of. Climbing on that dragon and then flying that damn thing and hanging on for dear freaking life until he kind of gets the gist of it. And then the dragon helps out a lot too if he's on board with whoever the hell's flying with him. Uh, yeah, a dragon would definitely help. I mean, there's, and obviously, there's no way that kid would help on it. Uh, no. No way. <laughs> All right, let's jump into some cigar news and then uh, I want to talk some bourbon stuff too that's kind of going on. So did you read about the uh, – we didn't bring this up in the last episode and we had 
uh, Mickey Peg and Neil and Gerard on, so we were kind of doing company stuff. And actually, I have a little something exciting for you to tell you about. You probably already know it, but I've been into it. You've been into it? 007. Yeah. There's a lot going on there, too. Oh, uh, there's a lot going on there, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I know you know already. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. You've got the nice... Uh, lighter already uh, ready for all. I'm this probably stuff going on. I'm probably like the only like super 007 fan that doesn't want to be James Bond. Have you already seen the next uh, Netflix special on all the music from James Bond? Uh, I no. watched it last night. I haven't seen it. Oh, this uh, I saw. I haven't seen it. I saw it on there, but I haven't. Seen I watched it. it last night, and you'll love it. Okay, dope. That's fantastic. Um, so. Last month, uh, the Tobacco Lair William Ventura and Inner Cigar Factory burnt down in the Dominican Republic. Wow. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, yeah, so inside that factory, just to name a few that you'll know, um, that everybody will know, Caldwell Cigars, Tony Blotto's La Barba, um, just those two, Room 101, you know, in from this factory, right? Um, so everybody jumped behind it. Everybody was being... You know, of course, su- supporting it. You don't want to see that happen. That sucks so bad. Um, especially the Ventura Farm. That is a family operation. It literally is. There's no no dispute about that. But now that that's happened, in light of it happening, um, Robert Caldwell and Tony Bellotto are d- discontinuing lines. They're not going to be creating anymore. Um, as far as Caldwell goes, Eastern Standard Sun Grown. Midnight Express, Pacific Standard, and The Last Czar. And this sucks for me because as far as Tony Bellotto goes, without loss and found, his La Barba stuff, you've seen these cigars. They have the shaving razor on them, and they come in the different color wrappers yeah. or labels. Um, purple and red are no longer there, and red was – that was the only La Barba that I really enjoyed. So those are gone. Um, they're going to sell the lines until their storage in Miami disappears. But once that's gone, um, it's over. So that sucks. Um, you got a bunch of stuff that's moving over, like Ricochet, Long Live the King, Mad Mofo, Long Live the King, Eastern Standard, and Blind Man's Bluff. Um, those are all moving, but hopefully they get the factory back up, man. That's a that's a big blow. That sucks a lot. It really does. But. Another annoying thing that's happened that's kind of crazy and weird, um, especially as a fan if you're trying to get into a, a place where you can buy them. So you know like Liga Pravada product, right? So that's part of the Diplomat, ser- Diplomat series in uh, Drew Estate. So inside that, without getting into numbers and parameters, you have to spend X amount a year to be put into one of these tiers where you're allowed to buy those. They've raised that number. Not by a little, by a lot. You know, so it's 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 really interesting. It really is. Because I think what you're gonna see now is current diplomat accounts that will no longer be diplomat accounts because of how hard it is um, or how difficult it might be to maintain that jumping number. You know. You're talking a you know, a fucking 10,000 requirement jump in product purchase. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's insane. It's really insane. But Well, let's uh, 
this particular, well, have you, do you want to talk about it or? Because you have a little backstory to it. Well, the story, I haven't had it, but the story on it's great. Um, so in the St. Louis and Illinois area now, because I know it is spreading a lot, there's the Cybergs family group. Um, Cybergs is probably one of the most renowned restaurants in this in Missouri, especially in St. Louis and surrounding boroughs or whatever. Um, they did a Cyberg staff barrel pick of Maker's Mark Stave Collection, or Private Selections, that's what it's called. Yeah, Private um, Selections. Now, this was picked and released back in September of 21. Well, I had gone into one of the Cybergs, and I saw it sitting there, and I had asked the bartender, I was like, hey, could I have a pour of that? I'd like to buy a bottle. She told me, no, you just have to buy the bottle. So I went on to this joking measure, and I was like, you want me to just buy it without trying it? And she went, well, yeah. And I was like, oh. Fast forward to this week, um, get done doing a golf tournament before I'm headed into work, and uh, stop into Cybergs, have have something to eat before we go to work all night. And I see the bottle there and meet one of the managers, and I go, hey, uh, do I still have to just buy the bottle or can I try it? He goes, yeah. So we get into the backstory, we all start laughing. He pours a little, you know, little sip, I taste it, I'm like, yeah, there's something there. Let me get one. $65 for the bottle. Uh, so now we have it. We have a pool. Yeah, that's reasonable. Oh, dude. Nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, normally, you know. Well, the bourbon and blondes, that bottle we did with them was only 75 you know, so. But usually around 80 bucks for. Oh, I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean. I'm not saying they're not 95 or 100 some places, but. Um, actually, that would be a false statement, I was just going to say. I was just saying I haven't seen barrel picks under, but that's not true. But, yeah, let's cheers that. Let's try this. You want to read off the stave? Selections there, yeah. And this is at 112.4 proof, so yeah. And um, so when you get into these, you kind of need to take pictures so you get used to the stave profile. But this one is a 31330, which three bake American pure, one seared French souve souve. Maker's Mark 46 is no, is a number three. And then, which I don't understand if you've got a stave three baked American pure and then a stave three Maker's Mark 46. And then three roasted French um, Mandion. Uh, no, uh, oh, I, don't remember. French I don't remember how Abby said to say that. And then uh, a zero of toasted French spice. Yeah, so these these stave collection barrel picks, I think, are is truly look picking a barrel on its own is incredibly unique, right? It really is. But the way it's done with Maker's Mark is you pick ten staves to make a barrel, and when you pick, you're going to try a pour from each of those stave options, and then you go, okay, some of this, some of that. Now you can use all five of those staves. It's five, right? Yeah. Yep. You can use. You could do a two across the board. You could do nine of one and one of the other. You just cannot do 10 of the same state. You have to move it around. Um, so it's really cool because I want to say the number combination, like the odds of you doing the same thing, I want, I want to say the stave amount and there was something in the hundred thousands of combinations that could be done before somebody would come close to the same pick that you did. And obviously, you know, they're keeping track that if you come in, you do a <clears throat> 946 and one French souvet, 
and then the next barrel two months later someone comes in and does the same thing they'll be like nah 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 they can't do that yeah you can't do that yeah but they're really cool because not a damn one is the same like if you remember the bourbon and blondes that was like chocolate and whiskey it was chocolatey you know like expensive chocolate uh, what, what are those um oh what are those chocolates called they come wrapped in the foil um you know what I'm talking about? The little balls? Uh, truffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, what's the name of the chocolate, the company? Oh, um... I ah, damn it. Yeah. It's got the French guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the, yeah. And then the, it's got the beautiful lip girl at the end biting into it. I don't know. Yeah, they got to make it attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that for me... I'll tell you, right there. I just let that cigar go. But there is something oh, in the, uh, I know what you're saying, because I've been, there's just something in this cigar I can't put my, um, I can't f- find a flavor for it. But when you retrohale, it's real strong. It's like an arrow right through there of this specific flavor, and I don't know what it is. You definitely get the spice when you retro it, and then it's got a, 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 a buttery corn finish like a popcorn for me it really does it's got um yeah i'm gonna it's and it's a stronger cigar you know it's first cigar of the day and it it really is kind of coming up i noticed with my retro hail when i um so you retro obviously you bring the smoke into your mouth and then when you retro hail I shut my eyes and then I just let all the air keep coming and go through my nose and you get a long, easy uh, retrohale there at the end and um, I don't know, it's nice. Yeah, I'm very pleased with this. So this is the Moon Tower. It is a 7x50 um, Churchill. Um, this is an event only cigar. so. We are having a good time this month. Um, we got two events coming up. October 15th is the District Block Party at Lit Cigar Lounge. Got a bunch of beer and whiskey vendors that are coming out. Um, Mike Weller of Table 36 Cigars will be there as well. Um, he'll have a booth next to Craft and Puro. And then we will also have Scott from uh, STL Cigars. We're gonna have a little table set up with some of his stuff too. Just to, he can't be there; he's busy. But it is a St. Louis um, cigar party that we're having, so we're gonna make sure his product's out there to hang out to. Um, that's gonna be a blast. And then we're doing the Spooky Vibe event at Grand Crew on October 27th. Um, these are the two places that you're gonna be able to pick up the Moon Tower. Um, Saturday, November 12th. I shouldn't even tell you guys this dinner is sold out, uh, but if you happen to be in St. James at Leatherwood, you can definitely come into Leatherwood, have a little cigar event going there after the dinner. The Moon Tower will be available there as well. Um, Typical how it rolls, you know, you got to purchase some to get, uh, but we'll make sure that if you're at an event and uh, you qualify, you will receive a Moon Tower. Um, If this cigar was to retail, the cigar would retail at around $14 to $15. Um, that's what its price point jump would be. So, um, very excited about it. 
Yeah, man. It's, it goes. Uh, it goes good with the makers. The makers has a. For me, it's got a, a like a. I think you get the forty six barrel right there because that's that's the the oak, the char, the semi heat that's kind of in the back, but it's got a real floralness to it that I like. Yeah. Love it. Very good though. I do like it. Yeah, cigars, cigar is fantastic. A lot of whiskey festivals coming up, man. They're starting to really... I forget when you don't pay attention sometimes what the fourth quarter does. When it gets cooler outside, whiskey takes over, man. It really does. St. Louis Bourbon Festival is the third week of October. Um, and then... Uh, Weston, I think Weston Whiskey Fest is this weekend or next weekend. Weston Cigar Fest is the first week of November. Um, they both have whiskey portfolios out there and cigars. Um, that's at Weston Tobacco. Um, and are we going to that? Or are we going to try? Uh, not, or? dude. Not. I think it's the same weekend as Sibbles. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going we're gonna to make it this year. But, um yeah, it's going to be fun, man. We're really, really excited. It's, it's going to be cool to, to hang out and get these things going. And um, You know, the Moon Tower, I'd like to say this isn't a new blend. I mean, this thing was done, like I said, two and a half years ago, and we're just, just getting our hands on it now. But um, there won't be anything new from Craft Imperial, regular retail. I mean, we might do some uh, uh, boxing stuff maybe as we expand, but we'll see. I mean, I think we're going to sit a while on our three brands. And just just right. blow finish it down. out the year with the Reaper, and now we've got the Moon Tower for private event or for special events. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just finish out the year, enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, it would be great. Um, love it. It's got a great brain line to it too. The cigar is very well put together. I do I like how, it. I'm a double puffer, I guess. I guess I'm talking too much. I don't know. Um, it's all right. You can just smoke your fucking cojones, dude. Um, yeah, cool stuff going on. Next Wednesday, the... Uh, what is that going to be? The 11th? No, 12th? Yeah, 12th. Um, Lit Cigar Lounge is having the two Old Elk Barrel releases. One... Oh, I hope I get this right. Is uh, Weeded, and the other is a rye finished in a rum cask. I might have that backwards, but there's going to be a hell of a launch party for it. Um, that'll be a lot of lot of fun. You guys can make it out to that. That'll be cool. Um, and then Saturday the 15th, if you guys are around, Lit Cigar Lounge at about 3 o'clock. Um, we're going to start the block party, get everything bumping and moving and rolling and cruising. So, um, yeah. One... Um, I know that we talked about Tatawahe a lot, and October is really the, the owning of that. But what – well, how excited are you for the DRAC? Have you ever smoked a DRAC other than the Monster well, Mash? what size would you surmise it's going to be? Uh, I can tell you the exact size it's going to be. Uh, Pete released it on Instagram. I'm going to go find this real quick. Um, God damn it. 
Uh, let's see here. It's a six and three quarter by 52. There's your box. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's gonna look awesome. I'm really, really excited about it. It's a bit different than the box um, of Frank, and then um, the white box. It just has like, the Karloff, yeah. which is well, kind of has the sign. They all, they're all, they all gotta be different. It is the same shape, size box. No, that one's more like a coffin. Never mind. It is. Uh, but most of them are going to be, that one's exaggerated because it's a vampire, right? Vampire sleeping coffins. But if you look at that box versus the, the, the Frank Redux box, same general shape. You know, that one's elongated to more like a coffin, but all of them are that way. And all the original face boxes were that way too, to a degree. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. To, to smoke them it's gonna be great um what though something that you've smoked recently that you're excited to dive further into like something that you you don't normally smoke so we got we got asked this question I, I was gonna answer it on the patreon i just didn't know how to answer it so we'll do it here what's a cigar that you've smoked recently that you don't normally smoke in that line that, you're, that you want to expand in the line to try something else. Well, I already have, it, and it's that La Atelier. Atelier? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I bought and purchased some at the uh, Tatawahe dinner, and I absolutely love those cigars. I sent away for a five-pack of, uh, I don't know if it's the Ricin, it's the Red Label. Um, and I haven't smoked them yet. I just got them the other day. The Red Veracruz? Um, Tatuaje? Red Label? But it's, no, it is in the... The Atelier stuff? Yes. Uh -huh. Is that a Red Label? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Anyway, got those in, but I absolutely love that line, and of course, I like it so much, I'm trying to keep myself away because I've got so much um, ready to go, um, you know, with the Monster Series and, and the Drag comment and everything, we're just going to be... Um, having a lot of fun, but um, that one for me, I just found that cigar amazing. Not to mention the size that that Miami Ten. Um, Those Britannica sizes, man, it's, it is fantastic. Um, and um, and and I always pronounce these wrong, but I also picked up um, some Navitas, no orange Vegas? label yeah. Tatuaje, and I smoked one of those the other night. And man, those are hard to beat as well. Those are just fantastic cigars. So I guess for me, just getting into that line for the first time out of all of the SKUs, um, that one um, I really liked. And I, and I, I have had one of the Bone Crushers. Yeah. Uh, from the surrogate line, and, and it's fantastic. And of course you can't buy everything. Surrogates are great, like, dude. No, yeah, it would be awesome if, if we, we had everything we wanted you know we, we it would be way crazy but, oh yeah um, um, atelier or l'atelier however atelier l'atelier like how casey said to say it um you know it's been around like i'm a very 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 big fan i don't i should probably know this maybe i should learn it uh the black and gold label atelier 
the lat 52 that's the name of the size is that the one we had at the, the no uh, yeah n- yes yes it was yes it was because i that, had it before that one was when when good. we've been down at crew I've had and them. I'm always buying them. You're like, well, what are those? I'm like, dude, it's, I, I just say Latelier is what I'd say. But it's Latelier, it's, it's, it's great. And like, at the price points, you know, it's a phenomenal cigar. Um, but it was, it was really cool, man. You know, like we've, at Lid's been selling the shit out of Satin Glove. And I think Satin Glove is one of the most underrated surrogates that's been made. You know, it's a... Lonsdale box press, I think basically what you'd call it. You know, I, think, I want to say it's probably six and a half or seven inches long, and it's a box press 50, maybe. You yeah. know, phenomenal cigar. Phenomenal. Um, so, Latelier is yours. Um, oh, hell, what did I smoke? That's great. Well, I know you've smoked my mind. the event pumpkins lately. I mean, how was that? Oh, they're amazing. They're always amazing. Yeah. They're just, it's just, it's a fucking, it's smash pumpkin, dude. It's it's everything. Um, uh, oh. Wow. Oh, oh, I was talking about um, Steve Saka, Dunbar Tobacco Trust. So, I love Umbagog. We've had Umbagog on the podcast. That's great. I've smoked all of the LE stuff, um, you know, everything from Unstolen Valor. Um, oh shit, whether it was Nakatamale, um, Bewitched, uh, this and that. Um, and I've gotten into that and I want to smoke more. Of, I wasn't really big on the pipe tobacco stuff that was done, all the aromatic infusions and things like that, not really my game. Um, but I do want to venture into other sizes of Micarita and Tricky Traca, which are the red red label and then blue label. But one of my favorite cigars that I've had from Steve Saka, and we don't have to get into all the crazy history, but Steve Saka worked for Drew Estate. He is the original creator of the Liga Bravada line. That's who Steve Saka is. Um, Umbagog is number nine. That's To me, that's what it is. Uh, but his Sober Mesa line, he had a Cedros, which is a, a kind of a wide Churchill. It's a little bigger than a Churchill. But the cigar is aged with a cedar sleeve on it. It is such a unique tasting cigar. And it's a medium. I mean, strength-wise, like, you know, for me, it's about a medium. I think if you're not used to medium, full, probably, you know. Um, but it's, it's, it's just good. It's a great cigar. So I want to kind of expand more into other Sober Mesa, you know, try try some different things that I don't normally touch over there. Um, Have you gotten to try, I thought I gave it to you already, the Ahave uh, Geisha? The Ahave Geisha? Yeah. Geisha, Geisha. Geisha? Hey, listen, man, I was just happy to come up with the name. Hey, bro, it, I've, I've learned this over the years. I'm if working I just, on it. If I hard. just keep saying them right, one day you just say it. Yeah. Geisha, Geisha, whatever. Geisha? I just happy to be right there uh, that cigar that cigar was was great phenomenal um i really like the size i smoked it at the uh, winery that day oh when i went out to the wineries great um it was dude and then i found a wine you know how i am with wine right i i, I like red wine and uh, to be honest most missouri wineries it's not There's my a taste few good ones but this one had a full bourbon bar it was fucking great then i found apocalyptic which is a Merlot and, well, wait, it's something in Norton. Two different, 
Cabernet and Orton or Merlot and Orton, something like that. I've got to go with Boz. We'll have it at dinner one night or something. And uh, it's a very, 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 very tart fruit forward. And then it finishes semi-sweet. If that makes any sense in wine, I'm not good with wine. But with a cigar, it is perfect. It kind of cools your palate just enough that when the smoke comes in, you're just tasting the smoke. And then when you let it go and you take your next drink of wine, it leaves this film on your mouth that opens all this sweetness up. It was fantastic. Well, I mean, come on. This is, not only is this a great season in the fall for bourbon, but to get outside and drink a little wine and, and have a great cigar is fantastic this time. No doubt. Too. No doubt at all. So do we have, at this point, we've got up for discussion next week's podcast? Yes. Okay. And then it'll be Thursday. It'll be Thursday this coming. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it may end up being Thursdays from now on, actually. What? Well, how'd that just with your schedule? Schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Or Wednesday nights. It doesn't matter at all. doesn't really matter at all. Seems like it's been kind of expanding out and doing some golf tournaments and stuff. Oh, dude, we're everywhere, man! I'm, I'm so excited about. I'm so excited about. I this. didn't know. It just so seemed like recently you guys next, started that. Um, boy, as they get open, you know, like doing more events. But yeah, you um, I don't I don't understand the entire process of it, right? But I'm pretty sure you got to be invited. You know, like someone's got to show interest to you. I'm 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 fairly certain that you know Brian's not just you know out there shooting invites to every time right. he sees an event. You know, I think the reputation is one thing, and I think the, the proof is in the pudding. You know, the, the shop is great. The shop puts on events as if you're inside the shop. You know, it's like with us. If we're sitting here right now doing our cigars, if we're doing an event outside, it's going to be just like we're sitting right here doing the cigar. You know what I mean? Same thing. Um but when they come open, you know, if, if it feels right, if it's going to be right, they're going to do it. It's great. So we're going to be at the Missouri Bourbon Festival at Lent Mansion. That's on the 21st of October. And then the 22nd, I get to work this uh, um, Witches of West County event. It's in Baldwin Park. And it's like a spooky Halloween. Thing. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be cool. I have no idea what it is. It's going to be down there, though. It's going to be great. It's exciting. When we'll is the it. 21st? Or is it Friday. Friday. Yeah. I think it's the 21st. Let me double check that. It's either the 21st or the 22nd, but it is a Friday. Um, and that's a, that's a hell of a show. If you haven't been to Missouri Bourbon Festival, it's lights out. Yeah, the 21st. Yeah. Yeah, I remember trying to go to it last year and didn't make it. Um, but it was down there. I don't know if it was at the Sin. It's at Limp. Limp Mansion. Oh, no, no, no. Limp Brewery. Sorry. Limp Brewery. Not but the there, there was a place across from Limp Brewery that was was pushing the Sin uh, vodka. or uh, I don't know what it, exactly what it was, but I, I didn't make it last year. But maybe I can do it this year. And if I'm available, wouldn't mind coming down there and help you cut a few or whatever. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, um... Well, I love this Maker's Mark, man. I do too. These these Dave collections are everything. 
I'll have to go back uh, two or three years. I got one down in Louisville that was absolutely fantastic, and I had two bottles finally, they're gone. But I'd like to go back and look at that stave collection now and see what that is. Is Bissinger's, are they, I haven't heard anything about them. You know, we did that one um, bourbon and chocolate and hors d'oeuvres event that was fantastic. I haven't heard anything about them having another one of those, have you? Oh, that's when we do the Four Roses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had cigars up on the patio. It was fantastic. Well, it was fantastic. your house, yeah. Right? I haven't heard, actually, I'm not going to lie, I was going down to crew the other day. Two week, whatever, the other day, before today. And you come off and you turn left on the market and you go down and you come right on Ann. I, I finally found Messengers. I never knew where it was. It's on the left side of the road. I never knew where it was. I had no yeah. idea. But 34 city blocks is the planning. I, th- I think that's right. 43 city blocks, something like that. Uh, the Russian, the Russian would know. Um, they're the ones that that uh, did the rental space and kind of put the whole thing on. I just, I don't know. That was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I don't know though. Well, who isn't having a bourbon event these days? You know, dude, it's it's so big. Well, listen, man, I really like this cigar. I, I think whoever comes to our events and gets their hands on one of these are going to enjoy the hell out of them. They're going to be great. Yeah. So buy. As much product as you can, because based on that is how many we're going to give to you. So, child works. But Love it. Really excited about that. Um, of course. See, you were talking it up, and you shook it, and it's everywhere. Um, initially, first couple events, these won't these the cigars will not be labeled. I kind of want everybody to see an actual wrapper on the cigar, but. Artwork is being worked up. Um, these will be in a box. Not not that you can buy the box, but uh, at the events, these will be in uh, a pretty pretty unique box, which I'm pretty excited about. So, oh, you're having these in a box? They'll be in a box that we're handing out. No, you can't buy these, dude. These are no, but I'm saying you're going to have an actual box for these. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah, it's a treasure chest. Yeah. To, for them to sit in, so we leave them open. People can see what oh, the cigar I thought you, is. You know, kind of like the box that the Tatawahe uh, pumpkins come in. I didn't know if you were talking about that. You're just talking about a box that we're oh, like, like a, yeah, oh, dude, yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay, I got. I it. mean, actually, that's a really unique idea, but I don't want to bite on Tatawahe that hard. That's well, a really no, well. We blood medicine did it. Much. No, that's really cool ready. though. Yeah, but you know, like based on you know how the events go, man. You know, you might get one. The most you can get is three of them. You know, I mean, it'll be cool, but we'll figure it out. Um, All right. Yeah. So we got the hats are in, hoodies are in, everything's going. Again, those are event stuff. If you're on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Craft Imperial, three dollars a month. That's where all the extra stuffs at. FFK stands is doing a big Halloween giveaway. That's going to get posted tomorrow. Um, videos, pictures, everything else like that. A lot of funs on there. So um, we got some more time here. Just a little bit. Let's uh, dive in. Oh, I am really excited about this. Um, Lit got in these um, these Oliva Milano samplers. And inside that sampler is a natural and Maduro Oliva V. Milano Lancero. It's a box press Lancero, just like the Oliva the Milano's are, right? Now, 
it got released a couple weeks ago that Oliva is now boxing the Maduro Lancero. So you'll be able to purchase boxes of that. You'll buy it by the stick, which initially you could not, you know. I think I have one. I just haven't smoked it. That's, that's exciting. Um, Grand Cruz got uh, – we'll be down there on the 27th, uh, Thursday night football. We're doing kind of a spooky vibes thing. Um Cigar specials, you know, Moon Tower will be there, swag, everything like that. Um, we'll have music and football on, hmm. which will be a lot of fun. So we're going to run some, I don't know, something silly there. I wonder if I should bring back my um, All Pro. Your All Pro? Music box, that big black one, the All mm. Pro. Yeah. We just tap our that, phone that, into it, and that's all the music that you can hear me. from. That's from like having 44. an instant band. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you've seen Jimmy set up down there, man. It's. I don't think we need shit. Yeah, because that's <laughs> heavy, you know. Yeah. Um, I could bring the big black. All right. Well, so last week yeah. we were at Cigar Vault, right? What do you think of Cigar Vault, man? Love it. I've already been back, and. Um, uh, I love it. I. I we, we took a little ride in the old, uh, I've got a little old 20-year-old yellow Wrangler two-door, and I've been restoring it. My son finally gave it back after college and him getting married and having a little, little Ezra. And um, we've been taking it out for some rides, and we stopped at the vault and hung out with the owners, and uh, it was fantastic. I actually am hooked on this new vodka they have. Um, Called, oh, you know. sent that picture to me. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know what it was called, but I got a bottle of it, and it's. I was telling them about Judgment bare bone, Street, bare, bare bone, and I like it. Um, Texas I'd, vodka. I'd like to try it up against Judgment Tree because I love Judgment Tree from Chris out there at Sugar Creek. Um, but this one is for the fall, and you know all the spooky effect. I got a bottle of that. I've been trying it out, and I really enjoy it. It's really good. But no, everybody down there was great. Uh, I asked them too about, I mean, like this time of year, man, to sit outside in the sun, especially, you know, mid to late afternoon. And he said they're planning on having some stuff out on the sidewalk, which would be cool. I'd love to do another podcast out of the front or back, which is all coming for them. And uh, we talked about their, um, the landing, I don't know exactly the name, the hub? hub? The hub. The hub, the yeah. landing hub. Talked about his hotel over there, which is... Oh, the Landing Hub. Sorry. Yeah, that's the, the hotel. other hotel. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to work a... Um, I'm trying to put together and think about doing this inclusive cigar golf lounge dinner stay pool bonfire thing. Um, or um, we are going to be doing some stuff at the Landing Hub. Um, just got to kind of work it out. It's going to be pretty cool. Landing Hub, there's a lot of people we know that are involved with it. We just don't have too much time as far as outdoor space to smoke cigars. I mean, we're probably pushing it at mid-October, but you never know. I mean, well, it depends. Thanksgiving sometime, you know. Well, it's you're true. Gonna gone, it, it you're depends. Be yeah, I'm going home, bro. But it depends on, uh, you know, what's, what's your bearing to be outside? Well, I, I'm thinking, you know, total sun, 55, you're still enjoying the shit out with a nice jacket. And oh, yeah, that's easy in the Nova Yeah, dude. 47, easy. depending on the wind and the weather, can be, uh, but if it's in the mid-50s and sunny and no wind, 
you're good as gold. No, doubt. I think that was maybe the temp that we had at um, when we were out at Sugar Creek that day. We all both had nice jackets on, and it was no wind. Yeah, we and maybe had light jackets. It was yeah. great. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that'd be cool yeah. too. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, we're on a tight little skit here today. We got things we got to do, so we're gonna wrap the podcast up. Um, as always, it's great hanging out here at the Country Club at St. Albans. We had a couple of guys come up, pick up some cigars. We gave them the thumbs up for it. It was awesome. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of finish our smokes, maybe have another pour, um, and then we got to kind of continue on. We both got stuff we got to do today at our respected homes. Um, I found my package. I went to my neighbor. He just emailed me. U- USPS, you're f- great. Um <laughs> freaking postal service uh but uh yeah from the viking mahalo guys thank you we look forward to seeing you at lit cigar lounge next saturday um that start time should be about three o'clock it may be four maybe three or four o'clock um come out to the booths music drinks cigars good vibes all around it's gonna be great college football saturday who knows george is gonna beat somebody it'll be good Missouri will lose to somebody. That'd be good, too. Whatever. Yeah, but they're getting better, man. Yeah, that, that was impressive. I'll tell you, I love the kicker at Mizzou, though. He's the fattest kicker ever alive. He's big bigger kick. than Janikowski. He's big. He's bigger than Janikowski. But he was kicking and Janikowski the, was big. Uh, yeah, dude, he was hitting 56-yard field goals. Dope. But um, we look forward to seeing you guys next Saturday. That is the 15th. And then if you can't make that, which there's no reason you can't, uh, join us at Grand Crew on the 27th the following week after Yep, week after, and uh, join us down at Grand Crew. Yeah. So, oh, also, I forgot, we have a little cut and light this Saturday at uh, Cigar Vault. Come down, I'll be down there for a couple of hours. Have, this Saturday? Have, yeah, this Saturday. Have one of, it's, I'll have a cigar with us, move some product, meet Jen and Shane, uh, meet all the crew down there, check the lounge out. No big deal, it'll be a good time. So uh, mahalo from the Viking. Thank you guys so much. I'll let the Bourbon Cowboy take us out. Hey, from the Bourbon Cowboy, as always, man, thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next week. Giddy up. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch.